You're listening to Running Around Charlotte, presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon, the Queen City's premier road race experience. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. Now, here are your hosts for Running Around Charlotte, Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper. We are so happy it's spring. Not only do we love the weather, we want to go for a run, and it's time for spring training programs for the kids. One of our favorites started right here in Charlotte, Girls on the Run. The organization now serves more than 200,000 girls a year. That's correct, 200,000 girls in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. It teaches more than just running, too. It really teaches social and emotional skills, confidence, and good life habits, just to name a few. Joining us today on the Running Around Charlotte podcast is Monica Carr, who's their development director, and Jamie Krush. Ladies, welcome. How are you today? Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having us. We're doing great. Good great. morning. Good morning. Good morning, Monica. And DC Lucchese, how are you today? Great. Excellent. Great. So, ladies, how is Girls on the Run doing these days? It's a school-based program. You know, by and large, we've been kind of in and out of school, home learning and everything for the last couple of years. Uh, how, how are things going? Are we back in full swing, back to pre-pandemic program levels? Yeah, we are, we are doing incredibly well. We are getting very, very much closer to our pre-pandemic levels. Um, we saw lots of demand this spring girls were very excited to get back to programming. Parents were so excited. Um, I can attest for have... that. Getting, getting, I can yeah. attest <laughs> having kids get back to school and programs and sports and stuff. Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. We do still have schools who are, who are a little nervous about hosting sure. outside programs. Um, so, so we aren't there yet. But we are planning for a huge fall. Um, but the girls who have been able to come back are thrilled and loving it. And we had our first in-person 5K in November. And it was just just incredible and beautiful and gorgeous. And um, made my heart happy to see uh, over 2,000 people with girls and friends and family and lots of um, big smiles and uh, pink and sparkles and um, a, a really happy celebration of being able to be together in person. Yeah, that's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. Did did the pandemic change anything in your programming? I mean, did it? Were there any learning takeaways where, like, hey, we can permanently implement this and make it a change to our program because it's something we picked up because of the pandemic? Yeah, I think that's something we're still currently evaluating. Um, we always consider feedback um, and we always evaluate after um, our seasons are done. We, we survey our parents, we survey our girls and our coaches to think about um, whether the curriculum as it is currently written is serving to the best of our ability. So, um, during the pandemic, we did shorten our seasons a bit, and that was helpful for accessibility. Um, and we're also just considering different things about um, social-emotional learning, 
mental health. Um, but I think the need to be in person and connect uh, was truly, truly reinforced. Yeah, yeah. Now, kick one over here to Monica. Uh, Monica, how did you, you're new to the program, how, or at least in Charlotte anyway. How did you get involved here? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, you know, just coming on as the new development manager, uh, I would probably say that, uh, you know, Girls on the Run didn't give me a real uh, a, a good amount of time to get acclimated. You just kind of get straight boots to the ground. And it was quite <laughs> exciting. Um, as soon as I got here last September, um, the, the race was that uh, that following month. And it was exciting. Again, just to piggyback off of what Jamie said, uh, just to see the girls out there, um, you know, feeling so confident in doing this race, it was it was sort of uh, uh, remarkable just to see so much confidence and happy and joy. And it, I, I must say that it really is a great thing when the community comes out and support them as well. As far as our sponsors and our supporters, it really means a lot. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, and, and, and full disclosure. Uh, Back in the day, I coached Girls on the Run for five years, and yes. it, it was uh, it was a long time ago. Suffice it to say, but it was, it was incredible. <laughs> but it was an incredible, it was an incredible <laughs> thing, and uh, uh, and it's one of those things where where once you get in, you're like, oh my gosh, how am I? Why would I ever get out? Um, and when I see this, you know, like, man, Girls on the Run has been around for almost twenty five years, right? What in the yes. world? That is crazy. And to what do you think the attribution, uh, where, where does the credit go? It's certainly oh, not for wow. me coaching, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, think, I think it's, it's about um, women and girls supporting each other. I think it is just this amazing, beautiful um, ecosystem that feeds into each other. And so, um, while it's awesome that you coached, the vast majority of our coaches are women. And a lot of them are inspired to coach because they want to empower the girls in their community. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for folks who aren't super familiar with Girls on the Run, our program is about so much more than running. Running is a tool we use. Our program is about building um, confidence, the mind-body connection. Um, we have a whole um, part of our curriculum that is centered around um, what we consider the girl wheel and talks about body, brain, heart, and spirit. So we're looking at the whole girl at a time in her life um, going from eight to 13, where she's sort of on this precipice. And it's, a, mm -hmm. it's about supporting and empowering young women to be out, to be able to go and succeed and lead. And it's really compelling. Um, and that's the power. It's the power um, that leads us to continue growing and thriving and having girls sign up in droves and adding new schools and sites and um, recruiting hundreds of volunteers every season. Yes, yeah. and we certainly cannot do what we do, oh my God, without those volunteer mm -hmm. coaches. I mean, they put their heart and soul into what they do for the girls, and we're so appreciative of them spending, what, 25, 30 hours of their life, you know, dedicated to making sure these girls get to that finish line uh, at the end of the season. 
Yeah. And you just don't know. I mean, and for those who are on the precipice of, wow, I am really interested in what they are up to, and I would consider the opportunity to volunteer as a coach or assistant coach or anything like that, I will say that uh, that you just don't realize the impact that you're having on these kids in the Absolutely. moment until years later they start asking you, can I write about my experience in my college application or you know, hey, I'd like to put you down as, you know, as a reference for this, or hey, do you remember that time? Or you see him at the grocery store, you know, however many years later, like, hey, Coach DC or Coach whoever, you're like, oh my <laughs> gosh, that is incredible, incredible. So you just don't yeah. know the impact you're laying down by spending that time with them. So if you're thinking at all of, hey, I should dip into this, I can tell you, you you probably should. So. <laughs> yeah, so Molly, yes. Molly Barker started this 25 years ago, uh, plus, I guess, now in 1996. Um, and, and perhaps you haven't been with the program that long, but in I'm sure the programming has changed or morphed a little bit, evolved over those 25 years. So for somebody who might have taken this program or participated 20, 25 years ago, what kind of things have changed? Yeah, so I actually sat down with, uh, to lunch with Molly last week. And um, Molly is a powerhouse and she is awesome and a visionary. Um, and she just radiates energy. Um, I think what's changed is that, well, first of all, right now we're dealing with um, somewhat I don't know, I, I don't want to equate it, but maybe even more mental health challenges these days, sure, um, yeah. especially, yeah, especially coming out of the pandemic. Um, it was a mental health, you know, uh, crisis for lots of folks really affecting children in isolation. Um, and to compound that, we also have social media, and that's really hard. Um, kids are plugged in, adults are plugged in, we're all measuring ourselves on um, really sometimes impossible standards. And so um, we address that in, in our curriculum. And so we do a lot on confidence building and on relationship building and friendship um, on, and how to build positive uh, relationships between girls and between girls and adults um, in sustainable ways that, that might not have necessarily needed to be addressed 20 years ago when there was no Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, and Snapchat. We kind of um, take that for granted, don't we? Because you, you mentioned that, mm. and it's just such an obvious shift in the last 25 years. But I, yeah. when I asked the question, I didn't even think about that, that yeah. well, 20 years ago, we didn't have social media to start with. That's right. That's right. right. That's That's right. Yeah. And not that and those it, things are bad. It's just that sometimes they create more pressure for kids today than maybe you or I grew up with. And, you know, it's so funny because as as being I, I served as a coach, uh, assistant coach for one of the schools here in Charlotte. And on the coach's side, it also helps with mental mental uh, health as well, because if you think about it, you know, from all the challenges of being an adult uh, every day and then just to sit down with these little girls and they so in, they are so innocent, they're giggling and laughing and they're bringing you joy as well. So if I were to talk on, uh, you know, the other side, how it affects the coaches, um, it, we just 
overall, it's a it's a mind, body, and soul type of uh, program. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, any any changes coming up in the in the future that you can talk about? Ooh. Well, I know we have a new curriculum uh, that is currently being researched, and we're doing a pre-pilot. That is one of the things that is really cool about being Charlotte. So, you know, Charlotte, of course, is our original council here, and we have headquarters also stationed here in Charlotte, which means our whole programming and curriculum department is here. So we are doing a pre-pilot. Um but uh, I don't think anything I can technically share yet, um, but we are very, very invested in inclusivity. Um, and so we're always researching these things, keeping them top of mind. Um, and, and, and I think that's what I can share at this point. Yeah, and I, you know, you talk about doing the research and piloting and it, it makes me realize that this isn't something that somebody goes to a computer and just jots down in a word format and say, hey, I've got a new program for us or I've got some new ideas and curriculum that we can, it, 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 you do do the due diligence, you do do the research to make sure that um, what, you're, what you're teaching is um, appropriate and positive and can, can lift up rather than tear down, I would imagine. Yeah, and that's it's one of the things I really love about Girls in the Run because we are a data-driven organization. Every season, um, we look to our data to see where we're making an impact, what communities we're in, um, what, what groups we're affecting or we're not affecting, or we have a gap and what we need to do more of. If we're not accessible to certain folks, what we need to do to be more accessible. Um, we evaluate that every season. Um, we work with uh, the folks who plan the curriculum who are looking at academic studies having to do with child psychology and social emotional learning. Um, we, are, we are really, really in tune um, and we want to make this the most impactful, positive experience we can um, for the girls that we serve and, and also for all of the volunteers who so generously provide their time. And I just math this because math, but this, <laughs> this program has been around long enough to where the progeny of alumni could now be in it. Are you yes, seeing very that? Very true. Yeah, yes, yes, very true, very true, yes. Not very good use of the word progeny. I haven't heard that that one yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, very true. And and really in Charlotte because yeah. uh, we're now we're now actually 26 years old. Um, yes, we are seeing that, and we're seeing kids come through awesome. of people who were in the original group, and it's it's really really awesome, and it's yeah. it's really amazing to hear the impact. That is super cool. Well, ladies, love it. We always love talking to our friends over at Girls on the Run, we kind of feel a special uh, amount of pride because of it being a Charlotte-born um, project that has impacted the lives in, as we said at the intro, 50 states, D.C., 200,000 girls a year. 
do the math on that. I mean, just incredible. We're so yeah. proud of what you are both doing and proud to be uh, friends with Molly and what she has done. And she she has stepped away from Girls on the Run in official capacities, but it sounds like she's still always available for lunch and ideas and stuff. But I know she's always on to that next thing, that next idea. And like you said, um, she is uh, she she is an inspiration to all of us. So uh, thank you for keeping that alive, and thank you for the impact that you have on our kids. They are our future, our tomorrow, and it's so important that we invest in them in as many ways as we can. So thank you both very much. Thank you. Thank Welcome. you so much for having us. Um, Mo, do you want to share about our, our 5K? And oh, we oh have my a very, goodness! Yes, oh, we have yeah. a very exciting opportunity coming up. I'll let you have it. Right well. Actually, we're working really hard on uh, April 14th. The Carolina Panthers Play 60 will actually, they'll be hosting their day camp on our behalf uh, on April 14th at Freedom Park by the soccer field. So we're always, we're looking for volunteers to help us uh, conduct that as well as girls and or boys. Uh, but we're, we're, we're trying to meet our goal of at least 75 uh, participants for that for next week. And then, of course, the 5K, that finale. Um, the finale is what we're really working hard on, mm -hmm. making it spectacular this spring. Uh, I call it a comeback. Uh, <laughs> we are coming back strong, you know. And um, from hopefully we have mascots scheduled to come and, and greet the girls. We have a huge fruit donation coming in. I mean, I we're, we're truly blessed um, with the amount of support with, uh, you know, the community coming together and coming out to help support the girls. It's it's going to be another uh, remarkable day. Give us the awesome. date and location of the 5K. That's that's a separate Surely, event from the uh, place, Play 60, right? Yeah. Correct. The the finale, the 5K celebration will be Sunday, May 15th at Whitehall Corporate Center. Uh, that's right. Uh, the festival will actually be right where the big giant metamorphosis mm -hmm. head will be spinning around. Uh, and then the, the race actually kicks off at 10 o'clock. Awesome. Fantastic. Monica Carr, Jamie Krush, Girls on the Run is so much fun. Thank you both for being on the Running Around Charlotte podcast. Thank you both. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you the Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Registration for the November 16th Novon Health Charlotte Marathon, Half Marathon, Relay, 5K, and One Mile events is available now at runcharlotte.com. Running Around Charlotte with your host, Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper, is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. Listen for new episodes of Running Around Charlotte, released every week.